Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Friends and welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio live right here at ddpradio.com. As usual, my name is Mike Mullins here, broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex, and as usual. Uh, chaos ensues, and uh, before I go any further, <laughs> waste my time wasting your time with this intro. Uh, Crystal, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. All right, well, perfect. Now we're off. <laughs> so, because <laughs> I've already taken up too much of your time babbling on about tech issues I should have figured out five minutes ago, I'm just going to put myself at the top of the DDP Radio Megaplex Tower, and I'm going to climb that rung by rung by rung by rung, and then I look out to the Great White North, and on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario is a home, a house, a cabin, and there's a spark, and there's a light, and that beam of light shines to the sky, blasts the signal from GDP radio across the universe. Crystal, how are you, my friend? Um, <laughs> just wondering if we're ever going to have, like, non-chaos-filled Start, maybe. <laughs> no, no, never, uh, no, never. Good to know. Um, good to know. Well, we we made it just under the wire. Um, for some reason, um, when when you when we start a show here, I have to like log in a pin number to uh, get the show rolling, and I logged it in correctly about seven or eight times, and it just said wrong pin number. So I was kind of lost at what to do. So I closed it down and then I popped it up and then I logged in one last time and it worked. So. Uh, who knows, but uh, there's a, I think they call it a ghost in the machine, if you will. The number is not 666 by chance, is it? <laughs> no, the number was one. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was password. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, welcome. Uh, we're here. We're uh, ready to have a great night. Crystal, I know you've got an amazing guest book for us tonight, and uh, I know you do such great work uh, putting all these bookings together and picking out the Warriors of the Week and presenting them to me here so we can uh, share stories of people who are uh, crushing it in the GDPY uh, world. So I'm going to hand the microphone over to you. Don't drop it because that's the kind of show we have here. Chaos. Um, and I'm going to have you introduce the, who we got on the line tonight for our new Warrior of the Week segment. Sure. Um, let me get organized. Wow, everything seems to be disorganized this week, but here we go. So tonight on DDP Radio, we talk about effort, possibilities, and attitude. Life has an amazing knack of putting mountains in front of us to see if we are built for the climb. It is never easy, and it is only upon reflection that we realize some of our curses actually become blessings. Attitude is a constant work in progress. Please welcome this week's Warrior of the Week, my friend, Wally Miles. In 2018, he was dealt a big blow that many would change absolutely everything for all of us, Um, Parkinson's disease. In spite of those initial moments, possibilities come to a grinding halt. 
Wally has found that the addition of DDPY in dynamic resistance is helping him push back against a disease that we have all heard of and most of us have experienced with in our families. Um, this week is about hope and the importance of celebrating little victories because eventually those little victories become big ones. Please welcome this week's Warrior of the Week, my friend, Wally Miles. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hi, yes. Wally. Hi, hi. hi. Thanks for having me. Hi, oh, you're so no welcome. Problem. Thank I you for so coming excited. on. Look, <laughs> did you have a great 4th of July, everyone? Did you have a great holiday? Always, yes. How about yourself? Oh, great, and it sounds like it's still going on <laughs> down the street. You might hear some fireworks. You mentioned chaos. I've got chaos going on outside. I didn't get the memo, but the party's still going on. Happy July 5th, everyone. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, chaos is my uh, is my personal uh, brand, <laughs> so I, I can, so I can adapt well. <laughs> that, that, that's all. Uh, it's actually my middle name, so this is going to be a perfect episode. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming on and, 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 and talking to us tonight, and uh, we don't really have a, a roadmap or any kind of questions uh, that we just uh, write down or figure it out. We all get to know each other on the air, make it uh, authentic as possible, but we do have one standard question that we start out with. Every warrior, every superhero needs an origin story. What got you to this point here? What got you to the point where you wanted to take the plunge and try DDPY? Where'd you come from? Uh, what do you do, and uh, how'd you get here? Well, let's go back to the, the 2018 uh, when I got diagnosed with Parkinson's. Uh, treatment for it for me um, was medication, anti-tremor medication, okay? My other options were physical therapy and speech therapy. Well, that started getting really pricey. Those co-pays really racked up, especially when I stopped working. So I had to get really creative, and I remember doing DDP yoga kind of casually back in the maybe about 2013, 2014, trying to tone up for the beach, that kind of thing. I wasn't really all in with it. I more or less just dabbled with it. Uh, so we started doing physical therapy, and it just started racking up, and I started using my brain, and I, I thought of these exercises, these stretches that I had to do in physical therapy. It was a lot of big stretches big movements and I'm like hey that I was doing big movements with the DDT yoga I was messing with a little bit so you know I'm like okay dynamic resistance uh, you know as DDP says in the in the workouts think of your body moving through clay that's what Parkinson's feels like to me every day so it's like okay let's let's try this so long story short my wife last year uh, June 2022, she signs us up, signs me up here, and I've not, I've maybe missed two or three days at best, and those days I've missed, man, I felt it too. It was horrible. It's like I was just like coiling back up. All the work I've done was just unraveling. So I, it's a necessity for me to do DDP yoga. That's amazing. I didn't. I was like, I was afraid I lost you. <laughs> no, no. I'm no, in a different I mean, country than you two, so I have a delay. So. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Cool. And, and cool. I'm on a different planet, so I'm always delayed over here. <laughs> the mega, the megaplex, the infamous megaplex. Yeah, I, I did some binge <laughs> listening earlier. I, I got caught up, listened to the recent episodes and everything. So I feel like I've arrived if I if I've reached the megaplex. So it's an honor. Thank y'all for letting me uh, oh. get on here and talk a little bit tonight. Well, I love it. We appreciate it. And um, you know, I I got I, I mean I have some some not Parkinson's but. I have a tardive dyskinesia that I got diagnosed with a couple of years ago, and a lot of the symptoms yeah. of tardive dyskinesia, I, they present as Parkinson's symptoms, and that was kind of what we were looking at at first as early onset Parkinson's. But um, one thing that really, you know, is difficult for me is like uh, I don't, I no, uh, no longer uh, have the uh, the uh, the what's the word I'm looking for the ability to be still most of the time. And right. it's really, it was difficult for me, but I found one of the only 
moments that I could truly be in control of my body was on the mat. The symptoms didn't present on the mat because I was using all those muscles and my brain was connected to it. Do you find that when you're doing DDPY, it's one of the few times you can channel the symptoms of Parkinson's? Yes. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It's like I forget when I'm on that mat, you know, because I'm – it's just a physical boost and the mental boost I get from it. It's just, oh, it's remarkable. It opens me up because, I mean, I feel like I'm just a, a giant knot, you know, and it just unravels me and it makes, I feel like I'm honestly 18 years old despite the Parkinson's symptoms. Uh, if I wasn't doing this, I could only imagine, I wish I did this sooner, honestly. I would have like five years of my life back, but I, I don't worry about that. I'm just glad I got it when I got it, <laughs> you know? I mean, there's oh, a lot of time. Absolutely. Yeah, so, absolutely. When you started in 2014, 2015, and, you know, you took a little break and then you, you come back to it, how did you start? Was it your was it your motivation to just like jump all in, or is this something you kind of eased yourself into? Uh, what was your first couple of days of trying DDPY mentally and physically? It was remarkable because you know I, I felt like for the past uh, now now when I, I dabbled with it back in you know twenty fourteen twenty fifteen I got to be honest my reasons were more for vanity you know I'm like okay I'm going to the beach I need to get in some good shape. It, it changed this go around. Now it's like, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the the uh, visual benefits from the program. I'm very proud of that. Uh, but just the breakthroughs with, with my health and the quality of life, the improvement, that's what I'm loving more than anything. So, Wally, I was just wondering, what have your yes. doctors said about the addition of DDPY to your regimen? Uh, you know, next time I go, I'm going to make sure that, you know, I haven't had a checkup in a while. Oh. Uh, but, oh. yeah, when I do go back, I will let them know. I want the world to know, anybody listening. That's, that's I wish someone told me sooner, <laughs> honestly. It just clicked. It really that that moving through clay, the dynamic resistance. That's that's every day for me. That's how I move. <laughs> I move yeah. slow, shuffled. My feet are shuffled. Uh, my steps aren't big. Sometimes my legs lock up. Sometimes uh, my knees buckle, and I'll just hit the floor. You know. So getting that balance, getting that tendon strength in my feet and, and my knees, making myself strong. I'm kind of like giving myself armor. It's, that's one major benefit. Um, so one of one of the biggest things with um, DDPY is mindset, and how how has your mindset changed from when you started to now? Like, what's the most noticeable thing that you notice about yourself? Because it can't all be about just body. Because right. with your body is your mind too, so yeah, and they have to be in sync and they feed off of right. each other. And I think uh, what goes on in my head, positive or negative, it will have an effect on my health physically, Absolutely. just all around. Uh, Absolutely, major, major mind mindset shift when I started. Um, because I've been trying to figure out who am I besides my medical chart. You know, that's not my legacy. That's just a part. I know I'm here to do great things, but I know that's not it's not everything. My medical chart doesn't define me, but I know I've got to do something with this. And it's helping me uh, just kind of unlock some doors that I thought were shut on me. <laughs> uh, yeah, major mind. I just have a sense of purpose a sense of pride and a sense of achievement that I'm more than my diagnosis. Uh, I watch how my daughter looks at me, you know, it's like my family, they're watching me, they're rooting for me. They're seeing this turnaround in me as well. They would vouch. They know they, they've mentioned it several times. Yeah. So I, I spread it. I'm, I'm known for doing my homework when I dive into somebody and when I looked into you and when I was reading your story, um, the thing that came to mind, one of the first words was possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so, 
working through a diagnosis, I know because I have MS. So when it's, it's really, really hard to take, well, for me, I can't speak for anyone else, but when someone with a certificate hanging on the wall says to you that this is how your life is going to be and this is what you're going to struggle with and, you know, and the list goes on and on and on. Me, I didn't care because I have a certificate that hangs on my wall too, but it doesn't define who I am. And it doesn't give me a right to tell anybody else how their life is going to be. So I wasn't willing to accept that. Um, When you change from sinking into a diagnosis and how gloom and doom your life is to sinking into possibilities, Wow, things change. Absolutely. And I did have a, a little dark period for a while, you know, just the shock and then yeah. some acceptance. And then once the dust settles, I'm like, okay, this is how it is, but let's find out how it can also be, you know, and that's up to me. That's yeah, you where still got to live with it. Yeah. It's like, okay, now what are we going to do with it? We've got it. Let's see where we go. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. that's up to me. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, I absolutely. Uh, this is a great talk, y'all. And and I love that too because there's so. I mean, obviously, there's very serious, uh, you know, implications and stuff. But so much of the talk are surrounding a lot of those when you hear it on TV or something. It's like, oh, it almost writes you off from the from the get go, mm-hmm. and people don't. It almost zaps people of their motivation to keep pushing and keep trying to make things better and work harder to like, you know, save, push back the hands of time, if you will. And I've known so many people who just by doing DDPY, not just with a, in an illness or a disease or situ- any situation, they're able to expand their lives and be better versions of themselves, no matter what they have going on. And sometimes the, the negative talk and the, Oh, I'm so sorry. Much, you know, all that stuff. It, it's useful and it's helpful, but Sometimes people who are in those situations don't typically feel um, less than or don't feel like they're at a handicap at this point. They feel stronger than ever, and they feel like they, they're determined to push themselves to be as amazing and, and strong as you can for as long as you can. And I think sometimes the talk around that stuff is almost like sentencing you to like, oh, you've got to stop trying because you got this now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the, it's a defeating it's defeating talk. It's very deflating, and uh, it, it's almost like you're being mourned while you're still living. And that's ugh, no way to live. We got things to do, <laughs> right? And and from what I understand, you you seem like you got a pretty cool life. You got a, you know wife. You got a you know you said you had a daughter. I mean, there's yeah. a lot more going on than that. So let's put that on the back burner for a few minutes. And uh, and talk yeah. about what are your goals for moving forward? What is your what do you see yourself doing with this newfound uh, lust for life or this newfound motivation for uh, with DDPY? Is there anything on the horizon that you want to try? Anything you want to do? Any goals? Oh, I have several. <laughs> I have several. Let's go ahead and look at this year. I would like to be one of the finalists of the 2023 Positively Unstoppable Challenge. That's one of my big goals. I want to get down to Smyrna, Georgia. That's on my bucket list. And I think of it every day, obsess about it. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, I would like in the long term, maybe within the next year, I'd like to become a certified instructor so I can help my friends and family right here back home. Uh, those are some uh, long-term goals I have. Uh, also, I make music. Uh, I'm not trying to like get a cheap plug in on my band. By the way, we're oh, called no. Miles Engel. <laughs> but I do music wow. just to kind of keep myself sane. I'm a lead singer. I uh, sing with a buddy of mine from seventh grade. We started our band in middle school back in 1992. So once I got diagnosed, I started going stir crazy around here, and I needed some sort of creative outlet, you know, with all just ideas. And I had some lyrics to get out, and they get kind of depressing, but it's better there in the song than in my real life. You know, I got to pour it out somewhere, just kind of dump the trash out 
but I do it to a catchy beat that you can dance to, so it's not all doom and gloom. It's like 80s synth wave, David Bowie-esque type stuff. But that's the mental oh, stimulation. It's, it's, uh, you know, I've got to have mental stimulation just as much as uh, physical as well. That's the part I struggle with mostly, uh, to be honest with you. The DDP yoga is helping my body and my spirit and my resolve, but my brain, I'm having a hard time uh, slowing down some of the decline, if you will. But we're working on it, whatever it takes. Just uh, good vibes, trying to soak in new things. And, and plus, I do say the DDP yoga does help my brain as far as helping me like with my left and my right because I struggle with that. That's one reason why I don't drive. It's just not a good idea. Um, but kind of just firing those pistons in my brain, it helps stimulate that, I think, you know, muscle memory. Oh, I, you know, I love that. And, I, and, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go Chris. ahead. No, go ahead, Mike. Well, I was going to say, I, I, I'm a huge music uh, nerd, and I, I'm obsessed with music. Uh, so I'll have to check out your stuff tonight. It sounds like right up my alley. Oh, but, um, thank you. I'd I be honored. I Oh, sorry, yeah, man. I'm, uh, I'm I'm stepping all over you. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. I've got fireworks going off. It's, it's just <laughs> yeah. It's it's been one of those no, days. Uh, it seems like the, all the bugs in the machine are are coming out at once. You said ghosts in the machine earlier, and I was thinking of the police. I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh no, I love all that stuff. We 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 have a lot to talk about. if we got into, into the music discussion. Um, but I love that. Um, uh, so one more time, just so I can look it up later and we can plug it. It's called Miles Ingalls? Yeah, Miles Ingalls. My last name and my buddy Ingalls. We've been kicking it since 92. Yeah, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Pick Your Poison, whatever you jam out to, it's out there. Awesome. I think we've got about four, four albums. Oh, wow. I, I'm really excited. And, I, and I honestly, I knew that you were some kind of entertainer because you've got that voice. This is the lead singer voice, the radio voice. There's something about your <laughs> voice that I could tell you 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 speak in public. So um, I, I, I used it. to be a wrestling manager, uh, an independent wrestling manager here in Mer- Merville on the circuit by the name of Jagger Sterling. That was uh, I did oh, wow. that. I wanted to be a DJ. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. I wanted to be a DJ at one point. So, <laughs> uh, I, I don't recommend it. I've been doing it for 20 years, and there's no working. I, I've got some friends that yeah, everybody everybody talked me out of it. But I lo- I just I love the art form of it. I admire the art form of it. It's just a, a long lost art. I love it. Uh, I just I grew up on radio. I'm just, you know, I, I collect vinyl. I, I'm real nostalgic as far as just the listening experience. And yeah, wow, we like our music right though. up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The this thing about cool. radio, is is I, I kind of got in on the the last tail end of it, which was like the real great era of radio, and then all of a sudden it became voice tracks and. And uh, Clear Channel owned everything, and then now we're we're dead. Mm-hmm. But it was a, it was a real beautiful art form for a while. It really is. It really is. Every uh, market or every area had its own personality, and I mean, I just I can name every local DJ from my childhood. You know, I mean, they were a big part of my the fabric of my childhood. Uh, for sure. And, and you know, you obviously were into wrestling. You know, you said you were a wrestling manager and stuff. Did you know of DDP obviously before the DDPY, or is it something you kind of oh, uh, yeah. dug into after? Oh no, I, I remember. Uh, gosh, my thirteenth birthday, ordering the Super Brawl one pay per view. It was like nineteen ninety one. I see DDP and and. Uh, Scott Hall coming down, Diamond Stud, and DDP's talking about pill the real deal. Just, I mean, it was an awesome promo. I think he had the cigar going on at the time. It was, yeah, lifelong fan. I've actually got his action figure up on my mantle right now. His, uh, I think it's in <laughs> mid-90s, whichever one it was. But, yeah, I've got one up there right now. That, that's amazing. Sorry, Crystal. I had it right next off. to Razor Ramon. 
That's amazing, Crystal. That really is amazing. No, I was just going to say, you know, it's kind of interesting what happens when, you know, you get up every morning and you start your day. And I know just after I was diagnosed that um, looking in the mirror kind of takes on a whole new thing. And then when you just say to yourself, okay, you know what, I have what I have. And I have to go do, I still have to live. I still have to, you know, do my best. So I'm just going to do whatever I want to do anyway, which is primarily what I do. I just go do whatever I want to do. I like it. I like same here. It took me a while to kind of get there, but it's like uh, with DPY, you know, say own your life. I'm like, okay, it's time I start owning this because Parkinson's was starting to own me, and I was not digging it. <laughs> so did you change your eating as well, Wally? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a big plus of it because, I mean, I just – I want to operate with a good machine and, and want to eat makes a big difference. I, I, I definitely toned down some of my fast food. And, yeah. Uh, and so in that process, I've dropped about 50 pounds uh, within a year. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's all within the calendar year, and I just celebrated the, the one-year anniversary of my subscription. I'm back for round two, and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, How I do the, like a lot of shakes, uh, protein shakes and such. Love them. Yeah. Uh, how is the um, the uh, DDPY uh, Positively Unstoppable uh, Challenge, how has that affected you? Has it changed the way you work out, the community aspect, the accountability? How have you uh, felt that's going for you, and how did that up your workouts a little bit? Oh, yeah, definitely. It, well, first off, the accountability. I, I can't take a day off. I don't want to miss. I just can't. And there, I can't take a rest day. There is no rest day. My body does not allow it. I can't lay in a bed. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, uh, yep. describing some of the symptoms there. I know we, they share similar paths. So uh, there's no sitting down. There's no laying down. So I just I up it for a day, two workouts in the morning, two in the evening. No days off because I want to wow. do this. I want, and I just want to get out of the house, go down to Smyrna, Georgia, and hang out with some cool people that are doing the same thing I'm doing. That sounds like my kind of party. Yeah, it's like Disney World for DDPers. Yeah, yeah, I want in yeah. on that. So that's it. It's cool. I don't care about it's except they don't pay two hundred dollars for parking. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for the heads up there, because I'm planning on winning. I want to be one of the winners. Well, I mean, that's the best way to go into a competition. You're always, you know, gunning for the win. And the way I look at it is you, you want to win, but even if you don't, like look at, the, look at the amount of work and effort and progress that went into the process, which is the ultimate reason to uh, enter. Oh, yeah. If something happened and I didn't, I'd be fine. Just the the process, the 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 journey, and it journey wouldn't even end with the competition. A, a new one begins. You know, we still got to go forward and upward. So there's no end to anything. <laughs> I just want to be in on it. <laughs> That's I mean, it's it's, it's, it's a hell of a crew of people, and, and they work really hard down there doing a lot of great things with that. And we've had a lot of people from the from the challenge on the show and. It's unbelievable the amount of like the amount of people picking up other people and inspiring other people and pushing other people. I think that's one of the key factors of the DDPY community is just having those people to lean on to keep you going. It's pretty cool because I actually follow some of the ones that won last year. They're my inspiration. I'm like, man, these are cool people. They know what they're doing. I'm going to pay attention to what they're doing. Um, I listened to one of uh, who was the gentleman? I think it was Jason. Jason Henry yep. was that his name? I listened yep. to his episode. I, his journey blew my mind. I'm like, okay, so it's like I'm starstruck by everybody. I think everybody's just killing it. I'm a fan of everybody. Oh, there's only one I mean, superstar in this company, and it's Crystal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Crystal's <laughs> awesome, man. Crystal's been my buddy. She made this happen. <laughs> No, she's, you know, she goes down to the performance center 
And she walked in there, and you would have thought that Elvis just walked in the building the way people were like, she's the biggest star on the planet. He lies. starstruck. Wally. He lies. No, 100% not lying. That's that's exactly what happened. Everyone was so excited. I believe it. So oh. now, when you, hopefully when you get to walk into that performance center as one of the finalists uh, from the DDPY community, they'll be uh, they'll be having uh, the same uh, you'll have the same effect on everybody there. Um, the, I love the process of that challenge, and I love that so many people have just you know changed their lives. And it's hard to wrap your mind around because we've talked to so many people on the on this show, and almost every single person could have had their own documentary on Netflix. The people, the way they've overcome challenges and inspired people and, you know, risen up to have an incredible success. And you think about that, and every week we have somebody like that on the show. I don't think Dallas or anyone around there can actually truly understand the magnitude of lives and in, in people he's helped. Oh, I want to meet Ted Evans. That, that's on my bucket list. You want to talk about my goals? I want to hang with Ted Evans at some point he's in my cool. life. Yeah. 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 I remember yeah. when I when I first started coming around and, and I you know I got uh, into the company is he was there and he was older and that was like 15 years ago and he's doing stronger now than he was then. Oh yeah, I think he does like um, alligator has like a sick alligator plank record from what I've heard. I heard he can go like 20 minutes. Oh my. Yeah, I'm so pretty you sure I've heard that. Yeah, I mean he's he's insane. He's a he's a you know superhuman almost. That guy is incredible. Um, so you know you you talked about getting in here and being inspired and and, and having uh, success with the DDPY program. You talked about maybe wanting to try some different things. Uh, you know the the challenge and, and certainly certification. Um, mm-hmm. how, did you ever think that this? your DDPY or fitness or all of this would ever become a part of your life that you were going to focus on, like music or wrestling? Like, this is a lot – did this come out of nowhere, or is it something you were like, I could see myself doing that? I'm kind of laughing right now because if you told me a year or two years or ten years ago or 20 years ago, nah, (laughs) I would – I'm the last dude on earth that you would expect. It's crazy. (laughs) I was, uh, you know, I was just kind of lazy before, if I if I must be blunt. Uh, yeah, I, fitness, nah, oh, no, I avoided that stuff. I played, like, high school football for, like, a season, and I didn't even care about that. I was just, I don't know, I just wanted to see if I could do it. Uh, never athletic. <laughs> uh, ate what I want, just chilled out. Big Nintendo guy, you know, just kind of chill out. But no, no, I, yeah, if you told me a year ago, I'd be where I'm at right now and, and actually digging it. Like, it's not punishment. It's, I enjoy it. I look, I have to do it. I love it. Like, so I crave it. I'm a, lost without it. Here's a question. What would mm-hmm. new Wally tell old Wally? Oh, buckle up, dude. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, every. Everything you think you knew, forget it. Just forget right. it all. <laughs> Just roll with it. It's, it's you write the scripts going for. It's either that. I mean, that, that's really what you have to do at this point. Uh, yeah, I guess it all boils. I guess it all boils down to Wally priorities and options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And making the most of those options while they're available. If I don't get up and move, Parkinson's wins. I have to push back at it every single day. And every physically, you know, and mentally, I have to push back or it will take over. I have to yeah. keep moving. That's, that, that's, an, that's an especially a, a significant, uh, you know, disease to keep moving because that's one of those things, too, that when you stop, your body, you have to keep doing this to keep your body, you know, regulating properly. Um, and that's actually a hell of a motivator because I'm sure if you take two days off, your body lets you know you took two days off. Uh, yeah. You mentioned earlier, you know, I was the same guy. I was the guy who wanted to get healthy and, and lose weight and get fit to, you know, impress girls or like, you know, look cool in jeans. Right. But 
as you get older, your body your 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 body shifts and your your mindset changes, and you're like, I just want to get up without hurting, or or go to the, yeah. walk up the stairs without like limping for the rest of the day. You know, sometimes those physical uh, reminders of why you need to do it, despite not ideal, they do keep you honest and keep you on the mat. Even like just getting down on the floor and playing with my kid, you know, I I don't have to go oh, like the the old man grunts. I make weird sound effects, and I'm trying to tone that down. And we're kind of getting loose now. I, I'm trying to stop the old man noises, and that, that's the big part of the DDP. Why I like also, I can get down, and play with my kid a little more, be actually be an active dad. That's a huge motivator. I don't want my yeah, kid to like that's, you that's know special. have a bad childhood. I don't want her to suffer because I'm you know dealing with some stuff. We'll, we'll fix it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure that you know, she must be impressed with you, especially all the cool moves that you're pulling with the DDPY stuff and uh, the effort. How has your family uh, you know seen you uh, since you started doing this? And are they involved? Are they supportive? Have they tried it? Like, what's their what's their uh, views on all of this and the new you oh my parents i'm lucky to have my parents and they're very supportive they they love watching it i'll, I'll show them like the black crow and it just blows their mind because <laughs> they know me they wouldn't have seen me doing this either and they're my parents they they know me uh, they're super supportive they, they're listening I think they're listening right now. It might be past their bedtime, but I'll shoot them the link later. They're, <laughs> they're in my corner. That helps. That helps because I like making my parents proud. I think that's really cool. I'm not too old that's, to that's make my cool. parents proud, you know? Like 45, I'm getting it right. and uh, I don't know. I'm doing something cool right before their eyes. That makes me feel uh, That's the coolest. And, and hello to Mr. and Mrs. Miles if, if you're out there. Uh, it's awesome to have you. <laughs> But yeah. no, I mean, the th- that's the thing too is when you start, you know, doing this stuff, you not only impress yourself, like you kind of outpace the expectations other people had for you, and that's always cool mm-hmm. too because I was one of these guys that I wasn't an athlete. I could run for short distances and I could play baseball here and there, but like once people saw me doing some of this stuff, they they couldn't connect the it's me to doing that, and it's always fun to uh, excel uh, in other people's uh, expectations of you. Oh yeah, and, and your own. That's that's just as fun, isn't it? You know, like exceeding your own expectations. That's the part I really like. And I'm like, I did not think I was capable of such things. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I mean, think... I I always had high expectations of myself, but I'm in. I'm, I have an ego, but also have no reason to have an ego. <laughs> I'm one of those people <laughs> that shouldn't have an ego, but does. <laughs> like, what are you egotistical about? <laughs> But no, I'm just kidding. No, it's always fun because I, you know, you become, you become something that you didn't really kind of view yourself as, like as an athletic person or an athlete. And I was very mm-hmm. stiff, and uh, I could be fast, but I wasn't graceful. And when you see, I see myself pulling my leg up or doing like a black crow or doing some of these positions, you know, you kind of surprise yourself. Yeah, the black crow blows my mind because I remember looking at that the very first time, and my exact words were "No way, nah, nah." <laughs> and then every Sunday, what I do every Sunday morning, I find something that's challenging uh, to throw in with my regular workouts, and and the black crow was a, a project that I started working on for several months, and I've got a a, a pretty sick YouTube clip I, I'll have to send you. Uh, I think oh, I, yeah. I peaked out at like maybe I think I got to like sixty seconds, but each week like I filmed like a three month progression. You know, first time was ten seconds. I'm like, and that felt massive to me. Just those ten, just getting my feet off the ground. I'm like, whoa, I'm flying. This is incredible. I said I couldn't do this. Wow. Then the next week was like maybe twenty five to thirty seconds, and oh yeah, <laughs> I'm pushing for five I, minutes. That, I mean that's I mean that's an incredible thing to do if you've been without par. You know, it's, I mean, that's so I always tell people ninety percent of the black crow is being afraid to try, and once you right. cause, you know when you try it, you don't know what you're doing. So it's the 
it's not just I failed. I, I didn't do it this time, but I, I fell flat on my face. So that's kind of a thing to, to think about when you're trying to start. But once you start and you get a feel from it and you try to do it, that's 90% of the, 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 uh, the problem is, is trying. And once you do that, mm-hmm. you perfect it and it gets better and better and better. And, and I, I always tell people, they're like, how do you know, how do you do it? I'm like, it just clicks one of these days. You fit, you experiment with your bodies and your arms and your muscle enough to know how to control it. And eventually it all kind of comes together and you kind of figure it out, but there's no way to explain it. The 90% is just the, the attempt. Funny enough on the same subject, I got bored today. I was, I was getting kind of antsy around the house because I was excited for this, uh, this conversation we were going to have tonight. So I got on the uh, tips of the week on the DDP app and I tried the uh, standing figure four. Whoa, that was intense. <laughs> so trying new things. I bust that. I debuted that one today, and I said the same thing at first. No way, I'm not doing that. Ah, I nailed it. I got it today. <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing that that's, one too. That's amazing, and it's awesome <laughs> that you're you're so motivated to try like new things and see where you can take it. Like that's an incredible place to be to feel confident enough to be like, I'm gonna try that. I tried an ice bath last week for my first time ever, and I hate cold water. I hate cold anything. Uh, but I was down in uh, Florida on vacation with my family, and I've seen DDP post uh, clips of him in one, and my buddy had one down there. And this is basically my form of bungee jumping or skydiving. This is as hardcore as I'm ever going to get. This is uh, – <laughs> I got it. first 30 seconds were brutal. Brutal, but I toughed it out for a full five minutes, and I, I felt fantastic. And I'm wow, way to go! Just, I felt better just for trying it more than the <laughs> actual feeling itself. I'm just glad I did well, it. That crystals in Canada—they just call that a bath. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's kind of chilly here. <laughs> Isn't it funny, oh, Wally, how Dallas can convince you to try just about anything? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, man, he really hyped it up. I'm like, I believe this guy. I trust him. So, um, yeah, yeah it, it was fantastic. I want to do it again. That, that's, that's, awesome. that's what I hear. That's and But I, I think I'd rather be in a warm bathtub with piranhas than a bathtub full of Polar it actually out. feels like piranhas in there. After mm. a while, once you start losing the circulation, you feel those little ice cubes nip at your foot. It, it feels like a little piranhas nipping at you. Yep. Insane. <laughs> Trees. Oh, sorry, Crystal. I was I had interrupted you. I was nope. going to let you go. <laughs> no, I just wasn't sure. So, Wally, we um, did a polar plunge here in the dead of winter. <laughs> and that I I appreciate what you're saying because it's true. You uh, <laughs> seize up pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I think my very first words were so they asked me like, "How are you?" And I'm like, "I'm alive." <laughs> it lets me know I'm alive. That's for sure. <laughs> it's amazing yeah, how quick you panic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I went yeah. into pure shock. I had a hilarious photo I'll email you later on. My, they got my shock face when I got in there, and I look oh, like, yeah. I'm like, why are you doing this to me? I mean, I look like I'm in agony, <laughs> shock and horror. <laughs> so I was watching a thing um, recently about people who have, you know, um, issues like we do medically um, mm-hmm. and they were saying one of the best things that you can do for yourself instead of submersing your full body right away put a um, a bowl like a metal bowl in the freezer freeze it till it's you know good and frozen and then fill it right. full of ice just like you would um, and put your face in it Oh, I'm I'm going to write that down. I'm actually going to try that. <laughs> yeah, it gives you the same kind of concept, but you're only putting in your face. You're not putting in your whole body right away. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, a, I mean I'll, I'll 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 try that. That sounds fun. 
I, I don't mind the cold water in my face. I, I'm a horrible at both extremes. Like you don't talk about music. We're going to see Tears for Fears on on Saturday in Raleigh, um, and what? it's supposed to be 101 degrees. <laughs> so it's like yeah. it's uh, it's one of those things. that's like happy medium is nice. We just saw Weezer in Toronto. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. They saw Weezer, and I hear, so Tears for Fears upcoming this Saturday? Yeah, Tears for Fears in, in Raleigh at Red Hat oh. uh, Amphitheater. That's, I'm, I'm originally no. from New England, um, so I'm a Boston guy, and then I moved to New Hampshire. So when you're in New Hampshire, there's a lot of cool shows in the casino ballroom, and I, and I worked a lot of – I mean, being a radio guy – I was basically at every show doing like the, the intros and stuff like that. And we have to go up and do like throw a t-shirt. So, uh, but if you wanted to see in Boston, a show in Boston or, or Massachusetts, it would be an hour and 45 minute drive to go there. And then you wait in the parking lot for two hours. But Raleigh, since I moved here, we're a 10 minute drive away from, from all the good shows and we can be home in time wow. to catch uh, you know, Letterman or whatever's on. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I love, I've gone to a lot of shows out here and, it's a cool. It's a cool. Lot of cool bands coming around. Oh yeah, you're gonna have a good time. I saw a clip of Tears for Fears. Um, you know, since their reunion for this go around, and they sounded great. Uh, they they played the hits and they sounded in top form. So I hope you have a good time. Enjoy. I'm very jealous. They they don't come to Knoxville. <laughs> we we don't get those concerts here, unfortunately. Uh, it should be a cool. You're in, so you're in Knoxville, um, uh, home of uh, I, I know Dr. Tom Pritchard's over there, right? Yes, yes, I know Dr. <laughs> I've met Dr. Tom a few times, and of course, you know that's uh, Glenn Jacobs uh, out out in the area too. I, I'm in Maryville, which is like right out in Knoxville, but we call it Merville. Uh, I say Maryville like all proper, but we don't say that around here. It's Merville. Uh, but yeah, I'm like right near the airport, basically. Oh, nice. I mean, it's it's really cool. I actually got a right behind me. I have a whole uh, an old Smoky Mountain Wrestling poster from uh, Knoxville, oh. 1991, November 27th. I got that from. Uh, I did. I I worked uh, a few times with Jim Cornette, uh, doing stuff for him and different things, research and uh, you know helped him out with some local stuff, but. That was one of my prized possessions. Was one of my original Smoky Mountain Knoxville posters behind me. Okay, so, one of the coolest parts of growing up around here was having Smoky Mountain Wrestling on our local television every Sunday morning, and oh, it was so oh, good. so good. I I love. <laughs> I'm a huge huge fan of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. To this day, I'll throw in a tape oh, yeah. or a DVD of Smoky Mountain. I was uh, and, and the amount of stars they produced there for you know the next generation of guys is incredible. Oh yeah, it was insane. Al Snow, just Candido. Oh yeah, I could go on. <laughs> I love that. Oh yeah, absolutely. We could talk for days about Smoky Mountain wrestling and music, and we'll have to do that. We'll have to Gangsters. schedule like a sidebar Ooh. show. Oh yeah, Absolutely. hopefully I know you have uh, update shows, so hopefully y'all have me back on in the future, and we'll have some more fun stories to share. Hopefully I oh, run into you down at the performance center one of these days. I'm uh, it's my goal is just to get down there one way or another. It's going to be a part of it. No, it it really is. It's it's an incredible atmosphere. It's an incredible thing, and you know it, it's so funny because you know I, I when I first started doing stuff for Dallas and. I take him, you know, I, I, I drive to some media like TV appearances, or he was doing like local news promoting something. And I remember we were driving down in the car, and he told me one time, he said, "I want to have a, a performance center." Like, a, like, a, and he kind of explained to me what he was looking for. And I've been around a lot of bullshit artists and wrestlers and people who are like, will tell you what they're gonna do, but a lot of smoke and stuff like that. One thing I learned is never yeah. underestimate DP when he tells you. He's going to do something. Yep. Everything he told me, it, it was done. The way he described the Performance Center before DDPY even, you know, turned a profit, he had that in mind. And his vision and his, you know, drive and determination is, is unbelievable. And uh, he oh, makes yeah. everything happen. And one thing I don't recommend is betting against them. Yeah, I watched the documentary, what was it, Relentless? Yep. The the oh yeah, I'm just everything he set out to do, boom, did it, boom, did it, boom. I'm just like, okay, that that's the kind of stuff I like. There results, you know. Oh, 
I mean, second to none. This guy should, you know, he's uh, he never can he can never continues not to inspire me. He's one of those guys that he has a vision for what he wants to do and makes it happen and finds a way to make it happen. Because I always say, I you know you know the eleven o'clock at night thoughts or twelve o'clock in the morning, you know, at night you're like, oh, tomorrow I should. I should go and learn how to play, uh, you know, uh, play pickleball or something like that. And then you wake up in the morning and you're like, that was a dumb. I don't even want to play pickleball. He's the guy that has those, like, over-the-top visions at night, but then gets up in the morning and first thing he does is put them into action. He's, he's an incredible yeah. cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of my goals is to meet him one day just so I could shake his hand and tell him thanks. Just thanks for all of this. Changed my life. Uh, I mean, it's it's from being a wrestling guy, a music fan, you know, all that stuff. And, and you know, did you ever think that when you bought the Super Brawl uh, pay-per-view in 1991, that 30 years later, you know, DDP would be coming back around and, and, and making this happen and changing your life like you had? <laughs> no, I know a little, I think, 12 or 13-year-old Wally with a mullet sitting in his living room would be freaking <laughs> out. I know the 45-year-old Wally's freaking out, so I can only imagine. I, one, I got a funny story. So when I was – similar to you, the first, like, WCW-style pay-per-view I ever bought was Starcade 91. It was, uh, oh, it was wow. the Battle Bowl of Battle Bowl. year. And <laughs> so I, was, I remember my best friend Justin, who lived across the street from me, we went to his parents' house and we sat in his sunroom and watched that pay-per-view. It was one of those distinct memories I have of watching it. And back a couple of years ago, I was bringing DDP on a media tour, and one of the things was the Boston uh, TV station, the Boston news station, which happened to be located in my old, old hometown where I grew up. And we had mm-hmm. since moved out of the lair, but we're taking the road home. Uh, to go back home, and I realized that I'm literally driving past the house where I watched my first WCW wrestling pay-per-view with DDP in my passenger seat, and it just occurred to me in that moment. That's where it all felt. I started to fall in love with wrestling, and it was just such a moment of like, wow, like it just takes you back a little bit. How life kind of comes around like that, and how it sticks with you. Something like a moment in time like that from from your childhood, you don't realize it then, but just how powerful and, and impactful and lasting those moments are, you know, and I want more of those moments every day of my life, even as an adult, you know, I want to keep, I love that magic, just the, just making good memories and stuff, so yeah, I, I totally feel you on that. I think that's yeah. incredible. We get conditioned to kind of like get hardened to a lot of that stuff. And I love your, I love your take and I love the lust you have for life, for music, for, for fun, uh, for the party. I love that. And uh, it's such a great way to live because in 2023, there's no shortage of negativity in the world. There's no shortage of ugliness and people bickering and just being mean oh, yeah. and shitty to each other. But when you can find somebody in, to hang with or find somebody in your life that's just wants to have a good time and enjoy themselves and enjoy the people around them and surround with love and passion and inspiration. It's weirdly hard to find. And I think you're a great, uh, you're a great uh, representative of the DDPY community. And uh, I'm glad you're here kind of spreading some positivity, some fun and some music and some love and life and inspiration. So I appreciate you being here and and coming in and, and talking to us. Oh, well, well, thank you kindly. Thank you for those words. I really do appreciate that. That, that means a lot to me. Yeah, thank, thank you both just for this opportunity. It felt good to talk. You know, just have somebody yes. to talk to. I don't, I don't yes, see this like as an interview. This is a chat, man. We're having a conversation, real talk, real people that go through real things and do real things about it. That's what we did. And I think this has been a powerful conversation. I appreciate it. You know, everybody that we book always says the same thing to me. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. And I always say to them, it's like three friends sitting around a table drinking mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for the great conversation. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. I, I must confess, I was a little nervous earlier. 
because um, like if I was talking about music or if it was uh, you know something to promote, hey, I do that all day long. But this is like me, you know. There's, there's no mass. There's no. I'm not selling anything. This is like this is real raw conversation. I don't have too many raw conversations. Okay, social media, like, is for as good as it can be. It makes conversations really short and lazy. You know, we don't yeah. really scratch the surface on things. No, we don't pick up the phone. Uh, the phone conversations where you get to the heart of the matter, you can really get more in depth. Uh, I don't. I, don't I know. agree. That's, just, that's my personal view on it. For me, that's my big takeaway. No, I agree. Um, I couldn't agree more. So yeah, I, I enjoyed I, this conversation. I, yeah, I have too, and I appreciate you coming on and talking to us. And and like you know, that's what I love about what we do here is like, I don't come here with a with a list of questions. Partly because yeah. you know, I could claim laziness, but also <laughs> I think it's way more, <laughs> it's it's more natural mm-hmm. and and organic, and to just you know sit here and talk to people and, and, and people don't respond to interview questions as much as they do just sitting here and talking to people one-on-one. And sometimes the hardest yeah. thing to be in public, you know, I can sit here and be charming and engaging and funny and I can make fun of myself. I can rag on you. And, but one of the hardest <laughs> things to do is be vulnerable, especially in front of an audience. And it's kind of nice because you don't see the audience here. You're just three people on the phone chatting away and you're able to kind of, you know, get to the root of that. And, I I'm agree. It's very much uh, a lost uh, communication tool, the phone. And, and, I, mm-hmm. and I love that we can do this here. And I uh, hope to have you back. Yeah, please, please. By all means, I'd love to be back. I plan on being all back. Right. I'm putting that on my goal. We talked about goals. I will be back. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, and uh, hopefully you'll, you'll, you'll get there too in the performance center and all that stuff. Uh, anyone you want to shout out before we go? Any uh any plugs or anything you want to do? Uh, I know you weren't plugging or promoting anything, but one more time, uh, give us the, uh, the where you can find your band and everything. Shoot. I'll check that out. Yeah, so our, our name is Miles Engel, and it's got a little hyphen slash in the middle. Uh, just type us in with or without it. We'll pull up on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, whatever floats your boat. Uh, so... Like I said, if you'd like to hear some interesting music, uh, synthwave, David Bowie-inspired kind of tunes, uh, that's where we come in. So hopefully you enjoy it. And uh, anybody listening out there, just uh, thank you for listening to me. Uh, I appreciate it. And I, I'm going to be listening next week to the next episode. So <laughs> thank you all for having me. Oh, I love it. We appreciate you coming by and chatting with us. And right. we always, uh, oh, sorry, we always say we always wrap up uh, with Crystal delivering one of her yeah. world famous uh, quotes <laughs> of the week, which has been uh, quoted by New York Times as being called the most <laughs> uh, powerful segment in radio history. And uh, you can quote me on that. It's not true, but you can quote me. But uh, Crystal, <laughs> without any further ado, let's wrap things up and let's get inspired, baby. Sure. So this quote is another one by Mike Mike Mullins. Um, It's anonymous, but mindfulness isn't about being perfect. It's about how to deal with being imperfect. I love it. I love it. I love it. Wally, see, to fill you in, Crystal always reads a quote, and certain sometimes there's the quote by, and it just says anonymous, and I just claim any anonymous quote as my own and tell them, <laughs> and tell them it's mine. So. Nice. Remember how I said I have an I'll ego, but I have no reason then. to? <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm, Confucius ain't I'm got nothing on that. me. If I, see, if I start just quoting random things and I don't know where they came from, I will give you total 100% credit, all right? <laughs> Well, I don't want to start committing to some crimes or <laughs> Yeah, I might say. <laughs> With discretion, of course. Of course. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Wally. Thank you so much, Crystal. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of DDP Radio live at ddpradio.com. Have an awesome week. Have uh, Stay cool. It's going to be a warm one out here, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Uh, own it. Get on the mat. Rock and roll. Have some fun. Party. Spread some love. We'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Today, man, that was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, he's in the diamond cutter. 
You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.